Welcome. This is jazz, just the way we like it. My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is my weekly jazz podcast, recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. We play those classic jazz songs of the 1950s, the 1960s, and 1970s, and every now and then, some of the modern stuff. We play music I listened to as a young man, and here I am now playing them for your pleasure. And then also to introduce a younger generation to that fabulous art form known as jazz. I'm in the studio always, as always, with my good friend, longtime friend, uh, Lawrence Williams. Hey, Larry, what's up, good buddy? All right, what's happening now? How are you today? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good, man. Uh, another podcast, brother. Hey, here we go. <laughs> yeah, man, we're getting up there. This is, I think, 141. Yeah, uh, I checked last night. I sent 140 to somebody last night. Good. Yeah. Good. All right, man. You know, folks, we always start the podcast off with a song that deals with issues of social justice, issues with the human condition, you know, both social and political. And uh, we're going to start this podcast off with a song that... uh. Uh, it's very relevant today, if you've been keeping up about what's been going on the last two days and what's been going on the last year, you know the relevancy of this song. Bob Molly, sit back and enjoy War. Until the philosophy which old one race superior and another inferior is finally and permanently discredited and abandoned everywhere is war. It's a war That until they're no longer First class and second class citizens of any nation Until the color of a man's skin Is of no more significance Than the color of his eyes Miss a war That until the basic human rights regard to race this award that until that day the dream of lasting peace world citizenship rule of international morality will remaining but a fleeting illusion to be pursued but never I've been t- 
totally destroyed Well, everywhere is war Miss a war War in the east War in the west War up north War down south War, war Rumors of a war That's Bob Marley War. I think you can figure out why we played that song as our social justice song. <clears throat> We've just seen the madness occurring in the Middle East between Palestine, uh, Hamel, uh, and Israel. Uh, it's tragic all across the board, all across the board. You know, Israel has been maintaining this apartheid-like state with Palestinians in the Gaza uh, and really uh, imposing an iron fist. And they sort of broke out with their Hamas. What is the group? Hamas. Hamas. Uh, and f they went, created mass atrocities, crimes against humanity, killed men, women, children, and now Israel is responding with a massive bombardment of not only military targets, but civilian targets like hospitals and universities. And we'll plan an invasion and putting an embargo on food and water. They're crimes against humanity. There is no good guys in this. It's an insane situation that's been going on <clears throat> because the rest of the world allow this condition, this apartheid-like condition with Palestinians to go, develop, and maintain. And you put people under these conditions, you can expect, to some extent, this reaction. And I'm not justifying it by no means. There is crimes against humanity on both sides. That's just my opinion. Larry, what do you think? Um, yeah, I, I, I think <coughs> there look two issues. There's the issue of the uh, nation of Palestine and the Gaza Strip and how <clears throat> uh, it was taken from the, the people of Palestine without any uh, recommend being, uh, you know, being compensated for it. Yeah. Um, and then you have <clears throat> what Hamas did, um, Hamas did and, and what they did uh, was and somebody used the term barbaric, and, and when when if if it's true that they went into the towns and killed children, r raped women, 
killed old folks. That's a barbaric act to me. That's what the barbarians used to do. They used to ravage the town that they would go into. So I'm, I'm, I'm very careful when somebody uses I want to know. I'm very careful when I hear that word barbaric. Is, is that just a, another code, another code word uh, uh, to this disguise <clears throat> uh, some type of prejudice that they have against these people? But what happened there, if this is true, the way that they went in, and they were not military targets that they dealt with. They dealt with civilians. Yeah, yeah. That is not how. That's not. That's not how it's supposed to be. Well, you, you know, um, there I, is the reports are still coming in, and more important, being validated or not. So the issue of rape and all that, we don't know for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about the killing. Um, and there's no justification for that. Uh, and they clearly knew what they were doing. Uh, they were going to put fear in Israel that they're not safe. Yeah. Uh, and they will never be safe. Uh, but, you know, you, you got you to gotta consider a little bit, not to justify it, but consider the historical precedents that led up to it. Yeah, I, I, was, I was just trying to quickly, like, get... Uh, uh, when it first started, when, is when Israel was created in uh, oh. 1948. Yeah. Oh man, what a joke. Yeah. And <clears throat> that was what Ben Gorin just going in and saying, "This is the state of Israel," yeah. and it was he occupied. got that. He got that from yeah. He got that from the British. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, the British gave it to him. And you know, without regard to the people that no, there was uh, no go- regard to the folks. Without regard, and and the people that were in that uh, area at that time were Arabs and uh, Semites. They were yeah. mainly Semites that were in that area yeah. at the time. So they didn't they didn't get a chance to, I, I, to decide. I don't think, yeah, I don't think the issue has been the establishment of Israel at this point. Okay. I think the issue has been the expansion of Israel. Oh, I agree, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And the way they went about the expansion is just telling people, okay, your home is now my home, get out. Yeah. And then putting people in a closed area. Yeah. And they controlled everything about those folks. I mean, uh, they know, them cats that attacked Israel knew that these, they will not win this war, and more than likely they would die. Yeah. So you had to be desperate. Very desperate. To do that. Yeah. They may have went in there and killed innocent folks, but knowing Israel's going to bomb the hell out of them and kill them. So there is no right or wrong, good or bad. It's just a terrible situation. It shows man's inhumanity to man, and we need to get to the cause of it. And if yeah. we don't get, if we just go in there and punish Palestine, we're just creating another, another one of these down the line. Yeah, yeah, you know? I agree. And these I, people hate each other. Yeah, they do. I mean, in order for them to do what they did, yeah, to to yeah. children, yeah, they can hate you each imagine? Other. I mean, there's historical hate. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and 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 even what they did, you know, is is will not defeat Israel, but it triggers that collective unconsciousness of, of the atrocities committed against the Jews in World War II. So now they're going to go with a vengeance. Yeah. They're going to be unmerciful uh, in their response. 
Yeah, and, and I mean, it's going to fall back on their, their uh, slogan of never again. You yeah. know, and, and, you know, that's what's going to happen. Right. And the same thing is with Ukraine and, and Russia. That's a, a hundred-year conflict, you know. And I really think the United States need to reconsider its position in supplying these wars because they're going to go on and on and on. We need to get to a position of working towards a settlement in which both parties can agree. Yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's, that's a very difficult point because you got macho, 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 and nobody wants to give. And the only way that, that, that you can get peace is to come to some type of compromise where nobody is happy, but well, everybody is happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Well, Larry, you know, it's really disheartening that we're so far into the 20th century and we're still dealing with the barbarianism of the 19th century. Yeah. This is like, you know, the insanity. You know, we haven't gone very far, man. And I just, uh, you know, and, and this, these are conflicts that affect the whole world. Okay, man. I know we can go on with this, brother. Yeah, we can go on with this. Yeah, a long but time. you know, it's it's a sad situation, folks, and uh, let's just hope for the best. All right, man, let's get to some jazz, man. You know, we're we're two old kinds of officiados, two old kinds of dudes talking about jazz, man. And today's show was on Jimmy Smith and Freddie Hubbard, two giants, two giants in jazz, man. Jimmy Smith. And we're going to start off with a little piece by Jimmy Smith, man, because Jimmy Smith played a lot of popular theme songs. And uh, I, I remember a lot of them, but here's one that I really liked, and it's short, folks. And this is Jimmy Smith doing a James Bond theme song, Goldfinger. Uh, so sit back and enjoy it. Thank you. 
That's Jimmy Smith, uh, part one of Goldfinger, and and you know the it's the James Bond movie, old James Bond movie. And the James Bond movies used to be big things, man. When they came out, everybody wanted to go see the new James Bond movie, and Jimmy Smith did this rendition of the theme song. This was not the theme song for the motion picture. But it was uh, Jimmy Smith's later on interpretation, and I just wanted to play that because I really like that. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. I forgot. I, th- I think there was a a woman who actually sung the song. Yeah, she, it was in the in the original yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't yeah. remember her name. She's, uh, she's she was very popular too. Yeah, she's like an English. Yeah, singer. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, man, I remember the James Bond movies. We used to couldn't wait to go oh, see no, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That folks, that was that's pre-internet, man. And you know that was movies was the biggest entertainment. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, those were the days, man. But let's get going, man. We're doing Jimmy Smith, who's a fabulous uh, organ player. You know, playing that blues, jazz, and Freddie Hubbard, man. And Freddie Hubbard played that bebop and a little bit of that modern jazz. Both of them played, recorded immense amount of music. Let's get back to Jimmy Smith, to one of his classic pieces. Uh, And it it has a a southern uh, blues rhythm to it, man. Jimmy Smith on Midnight Special. Sit back and enjoy. Thank you. 
Jimmy Smith, Midnight Special, recorded in 1960, with Jimmy Smith on organ, Stanley Turrentine on tenor sax, Kenny Burrell on guitar, and Donald Bailey on the drums. Man, there's something about that blues jazz in this Midnight Special album, man, that reaches back and touches something deep within us, all the way down to that deep, deep DNA, man, you know, that Southern blues. Even if we haven't been South, you know, we still have that that, that feeling that it generates. Oh, Larry, that's powerful stuff, man. Yeah, it is. I, I really I really like the way that it just kept moving. It's just like, yeah. like, you, 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 like you're on this train and it's like, Doom, 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 yeah, doom, doom, yeah. Doom. and it just keeps going on, you know. And it's at a pace that yeah. is like it's just like you said earlier. It's a southern pace. It's yeah, like, but you, you know, it's interesting. You say like a train because it's called the Midnight Special. Yeah, and it just conjures up in my mind, you know, the the blacks getting the hell out of the South, <laughs> taking that Midnight Special train. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, over a period of six decades. Close to six million blacks left the South and, the, and headed north and headed west. So we all have those Southern roots, man. Yep, and at yep. some point in time, our parents either took the Midnight Special or they got out of there by any other means. Yeah, yeah that's very true. Uh, yeah, both my parents are, uh, or their parents are, are uh, from the South, North Carolina and Virginia. My dad actually grew up in, uh, was born in New Jersey. 
but um, yeah, the, the roots are there. The yeah, roots are oh there. yeah, yeah. And, and we feel it when we hear this oh, music, yeah. man. You feel that blues, even though you know we're urban. Yeah, we feel it. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> powerful man, powerful stuff. You know, powerful man. It's the power of music, the power of culture. Oh man, Jimmy Smith, Midnight Special, man. Oh, what can I say, folks? Just <laughs> magic. Okay, let's keep moving, man. This 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 podcast is about Jimmy Smith and Freddie Hubbard. So let's get to Freddie Hubbard, man. And here's a one of his very popular pieces, Freddie Hubbard. That was recorded in 1970 called Red Clay. Sit back, folks, and enjoy this. Thank you. 
Wow, Freddie Hubbard, Red Clay, recorded in 1970 with Freddie Hubbard on trumpet, Lenny White on drums, Herbie Hancock on piano, Ron Carter on bass, and Joe Henderson on the sax, tenor sax. Man, with a lineup, with a piece. Fabulous piece, man. Larry, that piece just brings back memories. I remember, man, whoa, in the 60s, sitting in Ed, Ed Bing's house in the projects, uh, listening to Red Clay, Freddie Hubbard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that also. Um, man, that was, I mean, that like you said, that lineup is just tremendous, man. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, it is stacked. <laughs> yeah, stacked. And everybody played a nice little solo. Yeah, yeah. Man, Herbie Hancock. That's a young Herbie Hancock there, man, doing it. And my man Ron Carter and Joe Henderson been around. Yeah. Been around and still around. Wow. Yeah. And they, 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 they rock it, too. And Freddie Hubbard, man. Yeah. Whoa, that brother could play that trumpet. Oh, man, could he? Could he? Yeah. Red Clay, folks. That's a Freddie Hubbard classic. Uh, okay, man. You know we are playing. We're playing uh, Jimmy Smith and Freddie Hubbard today. Two giants in jazz. Uh, so that was Freddie Hubbard, and now we're going to switch over to a Jimmy Smith piece called "Oh No, Babe" from the incredible Jimmy Smith album. And this goes back 1965. It's a little blues jazz again because that's Jimmy's style. So, folks, groove with Jimmy Smith. Oh, no, baby. One, three, going on. Going on, baby. Oh. Uh -huh, yeah. Oh my Thank you. 
That's Jimmy Smith from the album Oh No Baby, recorded in 1965 with Jimmy Smith on organ, Kenny Burrell on guitar, and Grady Tate on the drums. Man, what a nice piece. You know, a nice little duet thing going on there with Jimmy Smith on that organ and uh, Kenny Burrell on that guitar. Yeah, that was beautiful, man. That was really beautiful. I love the way that went. Yeah, it's a smoking little piece, man. You know. Yeah, I haven't heard I haven't heard Brady Tate's name in a in a little while. I know. Yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. So Jimmy Smith, folks. You know, we're playing both Jimmy Smith and uh, Freddie Hubbard. So let's play something by Freddie Hubbard. This is a piece Freddie Hubbard, one of his older pieces, done in 1965, and it's called Out of Limits. But it has a hell of a lineup. Freddie Hubbard on trumpet. Um, Hank Mobley on tenor sax, James Spaulding on alto sax and flute, McCoy Tyner on piano, Bob Crenshaw on bass, and Peter LaRocca on the drums. Out of Force, Freddie Hubbard, recorded in 1965. Bye. 
Freddie Hubbard on um, uh, the 1965 recording out of Force on the Blue Spirit album with Freddie Hubbard on trumpet, uh, Hank Mobley on tenor sax, James Baldwin on alto sax, um, McCoy Tyner on piano, Ron, then Bob Crenshaw on bass, and Peter LaRocca on the drums. Man, Larry, that was smoking. How'd you like that one, Larry? Yeah, yeah that was really nice. That was really nice. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, man, that was a young Freddie Hubbard smoking it in 1965, man. Yeah, <laughs> they were playing some music back then. They were oh, really yeah. playing some music. Yeah. Yeah, man. Today's show was pretty good, man. How you like it, Larry? That was beautiful, man. That was you beautiful. Know, uh, yeah, um wanna give a shout out to my friend Rick who really dug our last show. Oh, so good. I hope you uh Rick, I hope you enjoyed this one as well. Yeah. Uh good, man. Yeah. <clears throat> uh we've been getting more and more people listening to the uh, podcast. Um and we've been going strong, folks. Episode one forty one. Uh, we, we intend to, as much as possible, do weekly episodes. Uh, it, and it's uh, all over many sites. It's hosted, uh, Radio Public, uh, Google Music, uh, you name it. It's, it's, it's there. Spotify. Ch- Spotify. Jazz just the way we like it. Well, Larry, man, it's that time. Yeah. It's uh, been a good show, folks, and... I hope you enjoyed it. We were playing some music of Jimmy Smith and Freddie Hubbard. And uh, Larry, good brother, man. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me here. I really enjoyed today, as I always do, when we're together. Thanks. Good. I enjoy you being here, good brother. And um, I hope you folks out there enjoyed the uh, podcast. And, you know, we're going to go out on a Jimmy Smith piece on an old African-American spiritual called When the Saints Go Marching In. Jimmy Smith. And as always, until the next time, peace and love.
Thank you.